Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned into Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast, the Battle Rap Podcast of New York, and the Battle Rap Podcast of the World, Craig. <laughs> oh yeah. As always, if you've got any questions or inquiries, email the show at Let's Talk Battle Rap at gmail.com. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at LTBR Podcast and follow me at Program V on Instagram and Twitter. And now, without any further ado, I'm going to pass the microphone over to the constructor, to the orchestrator, to the director, to the resurrector of the LTBR Podcast. My main, my main, my main, my main, my main, man. France, what's going on, baby? That whole. Introduction. Oh, appreciate that. Oh, but France, it's not over. It's not over. See, I'm not gonna lie. It's not over before, yet. Before you continue, today. Before you continue, yeah. I thought that introduction was a setup for our guest. Ah. It sounded like it was for me, and ah. I was like, oh nah. This sounds. This sounds. This is above me at this point. <laughs> also joining us uh-huh. together for the very first time. Yes. Is my other half. Oh. My rib. Oh. The person that makes me better. Oh. The most beautiful woman in the world. Winning points. The most intelligent woman in the world. <laughs> the woman who made me the luckiest man in the world. My lovely wife is joining us live on the show together for the first time with my main man, friends. So everyone who's tuning in, I'd like for you to welcome the missus right now. <laughs> Good job. You're just saying that because I let you terrorize my place. That's <laughs> when you said the superior, the director, I'm like, yeah, she, she she makes all the last calls. She makes all the shots. She is the director. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, man. Yeah, today we got a special show. As you guys know, my wife has gotten into battle rap lately because I was doing a podcast and she was like, hey, whatever you're doing, I'm going to check this thing out. And then next thing you know, she's watching battles. She's, you know, learning who's who and what's what. I'm calling and Vlad at all types of hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> calling Vlad all types of hours a day. Who's France? <laughs> Why are you on your phone all the time? <laughs> I'm talking battle rap. <laughs> and, uh, but now she's, you know, come a long way, man. She's getting seasoned and all that. So today we got our... I guess our second installment in Battle Rap for Newbies. Right. And um, today we're going to explore what it's like to be to someone becoming a brand new Battle Rap fan. It's Battle Rap 102. Yeah, Battle Rap 102, man. So, France, let's get this started, baby. Well, let's give her the opportunity for everybody probably listening. Say yeah. this is her first time. Introduce yourself and tell us some battles and oh. some battlers that you have watched and enjoyed. Oh, wow. Okay, that's I can I can talk for a long time about that. I mean, everyone is really great, you know. I've been really impressed. Um, you know, just being excited. Mm-hmm. I love everyone's energy. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's it's been it's been fun. It's been fun, and to do it with you guys, um, you know, this is this is a fun opportunity. You guys uh, watch a lot of the pay per views together. They're draining, aren't they? Afterwards, right? Like you kind of <laughs> just like. Be- <sighs> Yep. Yeah. Wow, I just sat down on my couch for eight hours. <laughs> and you don't think you'd be physically tired, but then like you are physically tired, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you you know, you, you watch it the first time and you kinda wanna watch it again. Yeah. You know, to just you know, kinda understand what everyone is saying. Um but yeah. 
No, it's, it's been a good distraction. Can you <laughs> can you uh, remember the first From battle you watch? The first battle? Yeah. Uh, Which one was it? It was, well, it was earlier this year, right? Uh-huh. Which one? The one that we discussed on air. I forgot. Was, was that a URL event? Yeah. Which one was it? it could, not the Cassidy event. We did episodes before that. What was the first episode we did? Yeah. It was that first episode. So, one of your own I can't. Re- I can't remember. I have to go back. Oh, mm-hmm. you got it down. I- <laughs> oh, <laughs> the meticulous note taker. Note taker. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in any type of order, so it might not be the the first one. Let's but, see. Um, what I'm trying to think? Been. I, I, feel like, 2.5. I, feel like, I feel like resolution was the first. Was resolution the first one? No. Wait. Yeah, I think it was. Honestly. But we've watched pay-per-views before that, though, right? Before we went on air? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. But I, I, we, we've, we've gone through some of the organizations. So URL, and then it was the one after We saw that. the RBE the RBE, joint. yeah. Oh. So the Queen of the Ring. Yeah, Queen of the Ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been seeing a lot of them. Pretty much every one since the new year started, I think we've pretty much like checked out together. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Is there any battles... That stand out to you so far this year? Like, which battle you like remember the most and you enjoy the, the yeah, most? Yeah, the ones that we've we've covered. I, I think I've. You really I, like the Bill I, and I, Hitman one a lot. Yeah, I think that was the first. That was was that the first one we watched together? No, no, maybe the second one. But yeah, that one was good. But it was quite a few people. Um, was it K Shine? Yeah. Mm. You know, T Top. Mm. Um, Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They they stood out. Um, you know, twerk. Um, yeah, he's a superstar. Yeah, um, Geechee. Yeah, yeah Geechee. And it's crazy. It's like you you know, like damn, I've seen a lot of battles where this isn't coming in my head. Who you remember the people that brought yeah. you moments? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I don't want to leave anyone out either. So you know, because <laughs> look who she said instantly: yes. Twerk, T Top, yeah. Keisha. These people that create moments. Absolutely. Yeah. These people that have high energy, and these are people that are electrifying. That sometimes, with the exception of Twerk, is Twerk's better lyrically than the other two, but. These guys, when you watch them over and over and over again, you don't get the same feel. But you watch them that first time, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm gravitated towards what you're doing. Right. You remember yeah. who that guy is. Yeah. 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 So this, yeah. But a lot, of, a lot of talent. How important is it for you that's like, my battle needs something for me to remember because I'm here listening to over 30 minutes of bars. I can't remember every line that's being said. Like, what, what do you need to a battle to stand out for you? Yeah, it, uh, yeah, I, I think I've touched on that point too. I, I think you know, you know, the added performance just tells me that you're just working that much hard, so mm. harder. So yeah, it's, right. um, uh-huh. you know, it, it takes a lot to memorize all of these bars and to deliver on the stage. So, you know, it, you know, if there's a performance added, then you know, I know that that took some time to mm. to work on and to do. So that just tells me how how good of a work ethic you have mm. um you know and how much this means to me it well to the audience and to the person so it's um you know so i guess it's you know it's just re- it's a reflection of the person what they put out on stage and so um if they can deliver good bars great and if they can give a good performance you know even better um but that just kind of shows 
your character, mm. you know, and how seriously you take it. You can handle this thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> the training wheels is off. It's off, man. I'm the training you. wheels is off. I'm impressed. So I'll come in and she's like, hey, you know, my phone popped up and then there's a 15 minutes of fame thing here. Like, Mook is talking? <laughs> and she's oh. like, who's this moon guy? And I'm like, oh, oh. let's get out of there. Let's, let's get out of that bag. <laughs> so now it's like, the, the phone is giving the, uh, the YouTube's giving the, the this battle rap. Suggestions at this point. Yeah, man. So, it yeah, goes so to show you how far get, we've come. You know, they're popping up from different sites. So, you, like you said, 15 minutes of fame and hip hop is real. Hip hop is real. They're, yeah. they're all coming up on my YouTube. <laughs> I have a question. What, what kind of bar do you like more? Like a bar that's like lyrical to the point where it's like you say it again and you're like, oh, I just caught the line. That's pretty good. Or a bar that's performed interesting. So, like, Every time you say the bar, you have like a, a hand motion or a movement with it that kind of helps you remember the line. Yeah, I think, I think it, it you know, both instances, they bring mm-hmm. something, you know, um, you know, I, I, there, there are different formats that I've, I've noticed. Um, you know, some of the, the battlers, they'll, they have dialogue with the audience. Mm. And sometimes that can be striking where mm. I'm just like, wow, that, you know, um, you guys are kind of going back and forth. They, you know, there's a, there's this just understanding um, that's going on. Um, so that's pretty neat. You know, some people are kind of like stand up comics on that stage. You right. Know? It's like, you know, um, so that's really creative. Mm. Comedy is a strong aspect. Everybody loves to underrated laugh. Underrated aspect. Everybody loves to laugh. And it's the hardest thing to do to get a whole room of people laughing at the same time. Because if that joke bombs. You just wasted a whole bunch of time, and it's hard to get that energy back once you, once something just doesn't land, and you're trying to be funny. Right? Ugh, ugh, <laughs> nasty. Yeah. But then when you're funny, what? You're you funny. Ha- you got man. them at the palm of your hands. You can't do anything wrong. Ask uh, clips and goods. You know. Mm. Ask clips and goods. What uh, what other battles you guys watch together, lad? Which one did we watch? Um, what's a battle that you had to break down a lot? Oh, you know what? We did the uh, the Misfit and Pharaoh one. That was a perfect mm. one. We sat down and did a whole lyrical breakdown of that. That was ugly. Oh, that <laughs> was that was crazy, man. But but it was great though because it was a chance to. There's so many little words and slang words that if the random person off the street just gets to watch a battle, they might not know what it is or what's going on. Right. But with that and the fact that it was two ladies too, I think it made it. You know, a little bit more relatable to mm. be able to break it down. So mm. that way, we really sat down and got a chance to break down every single bar in the battle and learn all the slang words, all the different blickies and blammers. <laughs> trigger finger never on delay. Fifties and all that stuff. Yeah, man. So I forget which one this was. Oh, here. this was the KOTD one. Okay. Oh yeah, you know which one we really enjoyed? Town business. Yeah, man. Where um, but right. in particular, no, it was the. Oh, she's a big RX fan. Shout but to in RX. particular, it's uh the yeah. Saint battle. Mm. Saint and um and what's that guy's name? Fox or whatever. Great Fox. Fox. Let's talk about that battle. Like how that <laughs> one was was dope. Cause you you really you really like that battle. You like Saint. Yeah. Little Saint. Yeah. I am God. That was that was, <laughs> that was his career high performance. That was a yeah. great chance to watch him. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know sometimes it starts also with the voice quality like you can you can tell when someone has that confidence mm. you know it's in their voice you know they have this commanding presence so it's like you know they they gain your attention off the bat you know and that's i think maybe that's how it started off really well but um it just it just flowed so naturally 
So this, he just felt really, you know, seemed really comfortable on the stage. And, um, you know, it, it, it kind of came off pretty effortless. Mm. You know, so. Right. All those punches. Best best belief he worked hard for that though. Right. Yeah. He, like right. he wasn't like that at a point. So like seeing it, the best thing I love to see about battle is when they get better. Because yeah. obviously you can sharpen the, the, the mechanics, move sharper, deliver crisper, rap longer, rap more fluid. But when your content gets a deeper level, mm-hmm. that means your 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 mind wave, your brave length is like oh you're evolving. Take it to that next level. And that's interesting to see you push your your pen. Same was great. Yeah. Same was absolutely great. And you know one thing I want to know: How different is it watching the ladies battle compared to watching I was the guys just, battle? You read my mind. I was just about to ask that. Yeah. The, oh, you know. Well, I'm a lady, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a supporter. Chatty, huh? It's crazy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm a supporter. You know, I want to see these ladies do well. And, right. You know, su- succeed, excel in what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so just you know, keep it coming. What did you think though when you because seeing the guys is like you're, you're used to the guys with the with the with their language with the vulgarity <laughs> with the uh, misogyny. But why is it that a guy oh. can talk so vulgar to each other and you don't feel any like discretion about it? But like when the women are talking vulgar to each other, you're just like, oh my god, I, oh my goodness, like, you, you shrivel a little bit. Like, <laughs> yeah. damn, she just say that to her. I don't know, man. I think that's just how society has been. But what was it like when you saw that the ladies? can go the same places the guys go and even further. Like, sometimes they'll go even past that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, these are, these are every, everyone's story is different. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone has their own, um, <clears throat> you know, narrative that they want to play out on stage. And, you know, it's, it's that freedom to be creative and, you know, just speak from a genuine place and just be real. Yeah. Do you like all the personals? They, they, how how deep they get like they talk about each other's mothers and kids and and family members and relatives that even pass away like it's really touchy yeah yeah no i mean it, it can get pretty serious i i agree um yeah i think that's part of the preparation too. right you know it's not knowing um where your opponent is going to you know where the punches are going to come from right. and how they're going to feel and um you know, and, and it's and that, that goes into the preparation. Does it make you cringe? It's like, wow, somebody spoke like of that course. to me. Like, yeah, of course. The of cringe course. is good though. Yeah. Cr- <laughs> it's, it's, right, I, I think. The, yeah, that's what brings some people back. Maybe they like, like, yeah. you know, a lot of the fans like that cringe. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's. And everything like comedy, right? You cringe a little in comedy. Uh-huh. Everything. It's got to have a little bit of like a. Oh. Shouldn't have said that, but I enjoy the fact that you said that. You know what's crazy? Speaking of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a really creepy way. Right? It's like right. it's like when we just watched uh, the Sharon and Twerk battle, right? And mm. Sharon is like something, something, something bigger, something, something, something. I want another something. And you're like, you better not say the N word. And he goes, time. And like he, he leads all the way up. You think he's gonna say the N word, and he cuts it off right then and there. And it's That's like too close. It's like. Why do you have to toe that line? Like, why? What do you think about bars like that? Like, when when the white guys toe the racial line and stuff, and you're like, oh, the bar was good, but something's rubbing me the wrong way here. Uh Yeah. Um, Is it fair game? Like, what do you think about it? Yeah, I I think it's, I think, you know, both sides can probably say the same thing. (laughs) 
Yeah, because you have Arsenal who will like call them all kinds of cracker ass cracker cracker. He's a cracker. Yeah, Tay Rock was going crazy. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? He's a cracker. Tay Rock was bugging, and um, and I'm like, dude. Like, could you imagine if a white guy was just to start saying whatever racial epithet he wants right, to the black right, people right, right. just because, like, a bar would say it would sound crazy. So what do you think about the racial lines in battle rap? You know, I think it's it's kind of reflective of, you know, the world today in, in the sense that it, it comes up a lot, mm-hmm. you know. So it's, it's, it's not much different than, you know, the topic, you know, that tends to, you know, um, just loom, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's there, but, you know, it's discussion is good. Communication is good. I just think that that's, that's important. Um, I got a theory. I've told Francis theory before. Conspiracy lad. The biggest, and not always the biggest, but a lot of memorable battles and a lot of first time battles for people are battles between black people and white people. Cause mm. my theory is there's a lot of people Little secret, little deep down inside bottom feeders who love to sit back and watch the black-white controversy go back and forth. And they love those like tiptoey lines, cringy lines. And when this guy gets this angle off about black people and the black guys getting angle off about white, I think it satisfies a certain part of people's brains when they watch these battles. And that's why like they're so popular and they're always like setting them up but and I they also go think that it's way. It's the way it's communicated. So again, if it's a clever bar, then I think it's more just impressive, you know, and how it's done, maybe, you yeah. know, and it's just like, oh, well, you know, that was. You know that was a good bar on that. Yep. So I mean, you can probably appreciate the you know just that language in the moment. Yeah, um, you made me think of something, Vlad. Mm-hmm. Asking that, um, I don't know if you've seen the Jonah, Jonah Lucas uh, video. I'm not racist. Uh huh. Um, in the video, he spits the first verse in the perspective of a white person, right. and the next verse uh, as a, as a black teenager, and then he has the white guy in the in the music video wearing the MAGA hat mm-hmm. and reciting the lines. So obviously the guy's just reciting it. He's not necessarily saying it. But what if that ever? What if a battle like that ever came out where two races say we're just gonna go all out and say what we want to say to each other? It's gonna happen. In the era of clout chasing, someone is gonna do it, and it's gonna happen, and it's gonna go viral if, and, if it's good, right? You know, if it's good. But I don't know, man. I don't know if, if battle rap is gonna be the place to get the racial political bars off and then make it like make change in the world you know what i'm saying but it could though you never know my thing is too the double standards though all right cool sharon can't say the n-word why are we calling dominicans and puerto ricans mexican (laughs) why are we calling (laughs) philippine guys chinese men what why we can be racist to everybody else that is a double standard in battle rap. That's a major double standard. It, it, you know how it is. It's like, hey, battle rap, hip hop came from the hood. Yeah. It's a black culture. And I guess this is the way that the culture was or whatever. Not saying that it can't change, but it does get funky. Just like I said, sitting there watching Ars and these other guys just like yell all these words back at them. It's like, okay, it's almost cheap at this point. It's like, it's not a bar. It's just, you're just saying it just to say it. 
and the other guy can't say it. So now you're not even playing a fair game. It's, it's not. It's not it's a fair game. It's not. <laughs> you know. So I don't know. If you remember 106 in Park? They had the Freestyle Fridays. Yes. There's a rapper named Jin. He's Asian. Mm-hmm. Probably remember him. If now you see a picture, you'll be like, "Oh yeah, I remember this you guy." Know Jin. Cool. Jin, Asian battle rapper. He was also a Fight Club champion. He was battling some guy named Sirius Jones, who's black. And in the battle, Sirius Jones used all Asian jokes. And Jin was just like, he's a freestyler all the time. So he's just like, man, this isn't fair. I'm in a room full of black people. Like, I can't, I can't flip the switch. And I can't use a joke against you because then I'll look crazy. And so he's just fighting his life away. And Sirius Jones is just like, I know why DMX is mad at you because you cooked this dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And everybody's just loving it, and it's on national television too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. this was that. This is nearly the end of his career. At the, this is a time in battle rap where if you lost battle rappers, <laughs> if you lost, you couldn't come back. Yep, but that's neither here or there. But that's it's not fair. <laughs> yeah, um, you know they say life's not fair, but. <laughs> But you then know? again, <laughs> do we want to hear these guys saying this stuff? It's going to get crazy. I just don't like where it's like some people's like, this is battle rap. There's no rules. And then all of a sudden something's going too far. And it's like, yo, man, it, you've gone too far. Do you think this should, is, <laughs> is should there be a thing that's going to, should there be ethics in battle rap? I think there's, there should be ethics in everything. You know, who determines what's far and what's too far. I mean, that's that has to be collective, Mm. you know, because then again, you can have one person who's like, I mean, it needs to stay just verbal. You know, I know, you know, to to transition it to something that's more than that. You know, physical. I know that's that's where the, you know, uh, could be a cutoff. But in terms of the actual things that are said, um, you know, it's it's up to the people to, to decide. This is, I guess it's rapper by rapper because you could talk about one guy's mom and totally shrug it off. You talk about his entire family and eh, whatever. Then we were watching the battle uh, Rum Nitty versus uh, Twerk. Mm. And, you know, Twerk told a line. And some people, we've seen Arsenal talk to DNA crazy. Mm-hmm. And DNA just stood there and was like, oh, you guys are paying me to stand up here and listen to whatever he has to say. Whatever, it's all good. DNA's mother is mentally disabled, and people were calling DNA's mother <laughs> retarded to right. his face. He, that is crazy. Yeah, I don't think she. No, she just she just has a physical handicap. That's a big difference, man. <laughs> mentally disabled. She got a physical handicap. Sorry right? about that. You're right. Yeah, right. <laughs> she got a physical handicap, right, right. and everyone was just calling her retarded. Like all, and DNA is just like. Whatever, they paid me to be here. It's right, right, right. you know, but then you got other guys, you say their mother's real name or you say something and it's ready to like go to World War Three immediately. And yeah. we saw that with uh Rum, Rum, Rum Nitty and Twerk when we were watching the pay per view. Mm-hmm. You know, like so I guess it's just rapper by rapper Facts. where the line is because who's to say? Because then you start to limit everything and But then that makes th- it kind of subjective. You know, and you you need to be able to, you know, that needs to be able to cover everyone. I like censored bad rap to a degree. It kind of pushes your creativity. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I want to see what, what you could do without having to curse. That's mm. Without having to rhyme your multi-syllabic word with the N-word at the end. <laughs> 50 times. 
Yeah, she she in the multi syllable oh game. Oh my god, man! No, that's a fact, man. But I mean, KOTD does and, and grunts. No, don't flop. Does a lot of those. Uh, no curse. Yeah, man. A lot of those concept battles and stuff like that. We had a couple of our famous battle rappers today who go to one six park and just couldn't help themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal couldn't help himself. <laughs> Guys, as disqualified. Oh man, he could have ran through that too. He could have ran through that easily. Hollow ran through it. Yeah, man. Lux ran through it. Oh, Come on, man. These guys in curse. That's crazy. I mean, it, right? it does kind of widen your audience a bit if you. Can, I think so. If you can, if you can cut down on some of the, you know, obscenities and. <laughs> That's true too. Yeah, I. You can you can garner a um a greater following. Yeah, man. You know, if you can focus on just keeping it clean and, and delivering quality content. I just think the content is as a brand new listener, brand new watcher, mm-hmm. it's so difficult to grasp and watch. What what's been the hardest thing for you to say? I I don't get this, but I'm going to learn how to understand battle rap. Um you know, it's it's it is repetition, uh, you know, in terms of if you need to listen to something again, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll ask Vlad, <laughs> you know, when he's there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some some things are way over my head, mm. you know, that's, um, you know, but, uh, you know, it's just, you know, asking questions. Mm. Um, you know, somebody will know. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then what's, uh, what I've noticed, too, is. When it starts to be come like a format, when you get the rhythm of oh the punchline is about to be right here, mm. and then it lands, and then it's like oh is that Eureka moment? Like I got that one. Like oh that and that put together, you know, mm-hmm. and then it's like boom, it all comes together at that point. Mm. Yeah, I think like once you get to understand a person's like particular style, also like we were talking about this. Um, you were talking about twerk style, the way he writes, and he'll be like oh, da 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 da. How about your head? You know what I'm saying? Or he'll be like, bah, 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 bah. So it's like, you know that in between that time, I should be listening right now because the punchline is going to be related to something that he was saying to the lead up. So now yeah. when you hear the rhythm of the lead up, you're like, wait a minute, I'm tuned in now because right. I know he's going to pause and I know he's going right. to deliver some kind of bar. It's so like a crescendo that you go, yeah, you know, and it takes you to that peak and then, he, you know, so it's a, it's a really good feeling because you yeah. can feel it building up. Yeah, yeah, even to your wife. Hey, man, everybody is subjected to this. No, but um, there's no, there's no victims if they can't get the AO. But it's true though. It's what it's, am I missing? <laughs> you talk about the crescendo, the oh. build up. Oh. <laughs> Look at that. She even know you pause and it. how good it feels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 you know you like this no but it's true though and then we talk about this all the time like people who have flow mm-hmm. it helps because mm-hmm. does the does the flow help you to catch on to some guys bars more as opposed to guys who are more staccato or just right like, well yeah you you know you can follow kind of bit i don't know it's yeah it does it does help though mm. yeah it does help yeah you know, the flow factors into it. You know, you kind of get a feel of, of what's, you know, um, pretty smooth, you know, and um, and what can be a bit choppy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk to me what it's been like to watch people like, let's say Math Hoffa. Remember we watched that battle? Mm-hmm. And he wasn't even directing his bars at um, Heavy Half. 
he was just telling the story about his life, how he got with some Dominican <laughs> queen pen and they had a kid and yeah, she moved yeah, out of yeah. town yeah, yeah. and he couldn't see the kid. Heard it, Fab. Right. <laughs> and then meanwhile, you've got a guy like Av who's like punchline, 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 punchline. But, you know, you can remember and follow Math's story because mm-hmm. it's just like a narrative. It's just a story. Right. As opposed to guys who are just throwing all these punchlines at you. Right. Talk to me about the difference in when you're watching those two type of rappers. <sighs> The difference, um, yeah, I guess when, it, like you said, when it's a when it's a narrative, you just follow it like a book. You know, you kind of going from, you know, chapter to chapter, <laughs> the next chapter. So it's, you can see where it's going, and it, you know, it, it, it you know, it comes together pretty smoothly. Um, but that's not to take away from the other style. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, you know, people definitely enjoy. The other style as well. So I, it's not that I I, I, I don't enjoy that, um, but they are different. Yeah. I think one thing it also helps, because there's so many rappers, right? Mm. That, <laughs> and there's so many battle rappers right. that if everyone is just a mechanical robot throwing punches out there and wiggling their gun hands, right. you're not going to know anything that, differentiates one rapper from another rapper. So if you sit someone down and they're watching someone and they're just telling you part of their life story in a whole round, it makes you go, oh, I kind of understand this fool now, so let me listen to him the next round, as opposed to just punch, 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 punch. You don't know what the hell's going on. You're just sitting there like listening to punches for a whole round, and there's no connection. Once the battle is over, it's over for that person. Like They're not even... In your mind anymore. Like when we watched um, Sue Surf versus mm. Geechee Gotti, that battle, the one that happened in Houston, the guy who got shot five times. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we watched the surf battle and, you know, he was just telling his whole story about how he's gotten over getting shot mm-hmm. and then how he's in the streets and this and that. And it's like, yo, this is this young man's life story all in a battle round. And he's just sprinkling yeah. Punchlines to connect it mm. as opposed to Geechee's first round, mm. which is all punchlines, mm. you know what I'm saying, but not connecting a story, you know what I mean? Like, and I think that's why certain people resonate with other people because they give you their lives in the bars and stuff like that, so it makes you feel more connected as a fan, I think, you know? Yeah, that's no, that's a good point. That's a good point. How do you feel about the, the wide volume of gun bars in battle rap? You're like, ah, oh, I would like something different, or I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I learned something new. I didn't <laughs> stuff before. I After mean. a while, you just start making all the noises. That <laughs> 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 What's the new thing? The holster slap now. Nine <laughs> 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 over me. Then they got the razors in their mouth. <laughs> Everybody goes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there was a bad rapper that actually had a real razor in his mouth. Yeah. And actually really spit it out. Oh, that's yeah. real. So yeah. That's, that's <laughs> we were watching it. We were watching it and it I was like, yo, did you see what I saw? And I'm like, I just saw that. I'm like, he had a whole first round with a razor in his mouth. He did two rounds with a razor in he his mouth. He had two of them. He spit it out in the third round. Oh. It was crazy. <laughs> you see your face, you said, Oh. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you though, man. After that, nobody else could do it. I know I know it's battle rap and I know it's what we signed up for, but right. there's a lot of gun bars. Not too many. So, uh, is the definition of battle rap? Is it just part of the definition? Like gun bars come included? 
Like this is just what it is. It doesn't matter if you're from that life, from the streets, you, whatever. You, it's so just you're, you're killing your opponent, and what's the fastest way to kill him? So that so that's part of the new definition now. I don't want to say that, so I don't want to stamp it, that. It but, feels like, but, but watching it, if, just from watching it's, it's, it. It's almost fundamental where it's like, you, that's what I was asking, like, how do you feel about the gun bars? Because there's so many of them. Do you like it? Or you like it? I guess, yeah, you know, once you've heard yeah. a few times, then you start to, you start to want something new, mm. you know, so you just, you want that, you know, if, if someone is doing it too much, you, you kind of want them to elevate past it, mm. you know, to bring us some new content. Um, she likes I, the educational bars, mm. like when, <laughs> educational bars, like when they actually like dropping science and stuff like that, and and yeah, she be like, yo, he's actually saying something like this makes sense. Like he had to read a book to say this these well, bars. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's much different than the razor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, if it can if it can get deep, then you know I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, yeah. Yeah. It's, tri- it's trigger words you have to avoid when you talk to this guy. It's a lot of them. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. No, yeah, I mean, you know, if if you you can go to a different place with your with your bars than what you're comfortable with, you can get out your comfort zone and and um, do something a little deeper. Then that's. That's a plus. Yeah, because it does get a little repetitive, man. It's like, all right, the hammer again, the three fifty seven, the dome shot, the head shot. And it's like, and when you get to our level, and we're watching battle after battle after yeah. battle, sometimes I'm like, <laughs> golly, man. And, you know, I'm a brother that doesn't use the N word, right? And like watching <laughs> these battles, it's like, oh my gosh, like. This is just, it's just, a, it's too much sometimes, man. Like, the, the volume will be up, and I'm like, geez, Louise, like, I, I can't right now. <laughs> like, it's just too I'm gl- much, I'm glad man. the F-bombs have slowed down, because people would sound like sailors out here with the but, F-bombs. But, you see, but, 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 all right, I'm glad you went there. I didn't go there. Why is it they could say, yo, for the bag, we can sacrifice the F-bomb, but we can't sacrifice this end bomb. That's crazy. And the end bomb is a mental shackle, my brother. I ain't mean to get all deep like that. Pause. <laughs> but it's like, yo, that's now. It's like the man, quote unquote, don't even got to say the word. Like he's just walking around laughing because everyone's just saying the word. But they'll sacrifice the f bomb, but will not sacrifice the 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 end bomb. And on top of that, there'll be shows and programs. Well, they'll be like, yo, you know, we can't curse because we're trying to get the bag on YouTube. But then they'll be talking, they'll be dropping the N-bomb like it's nothing. And I'm like, hold up, wait a minute. So, and even when you watch like a CBS movie or NBC movie back in the day, like they'll bleep out the other curses, but they'll leave the N-bombs in there. And I'm like, what's up with that? It's like, mm. it's, what's up with that? What's up with the ball? Like, it's crazy. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I just woke today. But, <laughs> right? but you know what it is though it's like when you really sit there and you're listening to it and like you said with the multi-syllabic joints yeah, right. it's like the n-word is not a multi-syllabic flip you know just because you say it 13 times in a row like right. it's a cheap it's cheap you know what i'm saying right right but uh, anyway man i digress sometimes it's just like <laughs> all right i get it man it's your favorite word in the world that but your passionate point of the night yeah <laughs> It's like, you know, you switch it up a little bit, get some different words, like expand your vocabulary, like you said. And if it's ever going to become super main, not super mainstream, but take that next jump, they're going to have to leave that word out. Mm -hmm. It's not coming with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to have to leave that word out. 
But I always find it fascinating how even like other shows that I've watched guys who used to say it all the time and now they get into some of the chicken and it, yo, people, they won't even allow folks to say, they get nervous when people will even say gay people on their show. Mm. And I'm like, whoa, like you get woke for all kinds of other causes, but you can't get woke for your own cause. It gets crazy. Welcome man. to Battle Rap where you compromise everything. <laughs> All morals are compromised for the bag. For the bag. Yo. For the bag, <laughs> I will sell my soul. I'm telling you, man. You pay somebody enough, they'll, they'll say anything, man. But And they'll let anything be said to them. How about that? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We saw it at Resolution. <laughs> we saw it at Resolution with um Cassidy and Goods. Listen, yeah. So you've seen the Cassidy and Goods battle. Oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Goods has always had in all of his battles in his contract, you cannot talk about my daughter. And then, you know, there was one one event where he's having a battle and somebody said to him, you're lying. Goods responds to him, swear to God on my daughter, you a liar. He goes, you're lying. What? And, and Goods punched the guy. He was there, front row. I was there, front row for it, <laughs> enjoying all of it, every spectacle of it. I, I didn't even move. I just watched the entire thing transpire right in front of me. Didn't even have to wait. That's crazy. I heard it got crazy. It didn't spill out into the crowd, though. Nothing. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it all stood on stage somehow. It was it was a weird organized fight. Like it was a scuffle. It was a brawl. Somebody went back. You see a couple kicking. Ugh, anywho. But um, his whole career, he says, "Don't talk about my daughter." When the Cassidy battle came around, which is probably the biggest battle of his career, we don't the biggest payday probably. Probably the biggest payday. We're not gonna speculate too much, but it has to be his biggest name, right? Right. Um, one of the biggest events that was sold out almost a month prior. Yeah, biggest pay per view of all biggest pay per view of all time. And you let Cassidy say all these things about your daughter, like I mean, it's all right. Good still won the battle, but I'm saying like, why did you switch your morals all of a sudden? You know, mm-hmm. right, right. And it's like, yeah, you did it for that paper. <laughs> Facts, man. <laughs> Facts. Oh man, right. that's why things need to be like, standardized across the. You know, entire battle rap. You yeah. Know, in terms of, well, I guess you, know, you like really can't because there's gonna be one guy who goes, I don't care what you say about my daughter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, as long as you're not gonna say it to me outside of battle rap, right? You know, like some people, they don't. But do you think kids should be off limits? Kids, parents, dead relatives. Yeah, it's a lot. You know, it's a lot of material to leave off. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 wow! Wow! That's it. Whoa! That was dark. Spicy. That was that was very Whoa. dark. Where'd that come from? That's it. She's she's she. After, after the misfit round, she says, "I'm down for this." You see what you did, misfit? You took an innocent civilian oh my and turned God. her into a battle rap degenerate. Oh man. No, you, had a long list going so that's why i just wanted, i just wanted to make fun of it <laughs> <laughs> a joke but um yeah you know I, I i wouldn't mind staying away from the family mm. you know um you know just keep it keep it personalized to the your opponent mm. you, don't, you don't need to you know bring the the, the support team in <laughs> you know and drag them down it's like you know it's between the those get it two. where it hurts <laughs> Um, you know, I, I see why they draw those weapons, you know, it's, it's, you know, it is, is meant to, to, to drive a point home, um, you know, but you know, it's kind of playing dirty, yeah, it is. <laughs> but you know, it also plays back to one thing that you mentioned to me also was that, 
like battle rap is like life and you got to learn how to play defense. And when people are saying the craziest things to you, you know, you got to admire the person who just stands there and is just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it my turn yet? All right, I'm just ready to rap. Like, what you okay. say? I can't hear you. Yeah, what? Too busy throwing these dollar bills. <laughs> <laughs> <Miss Vera. laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. Oh man, let's well, let's uh let's, let's teach your wife about reaches. Have you have you discuss, have you come across some reaches yet? Mm. Mm, she's, we're going to teach you the entire term. So okay. it's a term in battle rap called reaches, mm-hmm. where people say a line that's like eh, <laughs> kind of didn't make sense. You like kind of almost there. You kind of stretched the syllable. It, it, you said the word incorrectly. You pronounced it wrong. It's the wrong definition. So you try to reach to make your point. But you fail. Okay. Twerk and Sharon in that battle, he said, he said a pretty good line. Uh, I put this tech by your dome and have the sticks line up. You won't hear a sound. Exylophone. It's supposed to be xylophone. Right. Exylophone. <laughs> the X is silent, Twerk. Yeah. So that's a reach. Yep. Or, um,. Well, this guy was like, uh, we'll throw shots at your, at your Jeep or whatever, or wherever Durango, wherever Durango right? Durango. So, you know, the Durango Jeep. Mm-hmm. But it's supposed to be wherever the rain goes. But yes. he went from right. the rain goes to Durango's. And it's like, no, it's not Durango's. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what do you think about guys trying to stretch the syllables just to make something work? Like, should that be... X out of battle rap, so they get the immediate it, thumbs down. Does it make you laugh? You're like, you really tried that. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think it brings something to the table. I think, I think it There's like, value in reaches. Yeah, <laughs> something to laugh at, you know. I love it. It's man. part of the character. It's, I'll give you a good reach. This guy named T Rex battled some guy named Awkward in California. He said, "If I give this white guy a black eye, is that surrogation?" <laughs> Sur- yeah. <laughs> No, oh, what was the one? Um, yeah, well, yeah. what was the? And then he, the guy corrected. The guy said segregation. He what corrected. Was the, <laughs> no. What was the affirmative action line again? Oh, I hate that the one. The young cannon would. There's a there's a there's a guy named Young Cannon. He's he's rap, he raps really fast, rapid. He throws a lot of punchlines, a lot of uh, dated punchlines. So like they're very like old school stuff, two thousand ish flows, and to give you that kind of vibe. You listening to him? He goes, and you tell me what's wrong with the bar. He goes. I give whites and blacks the same work. That's affirmative action. It's the exact, it's the mm-hmm. exact opposite. It's not. It's not mm-hmm. correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> whites and blacks don't work. Don't have the same work. That's affirmative action. Mm-hmm. He goes. Yeah. I give them the same work. That's affirmative well, I can, action. I can see where he comes from, though, because I guess the affirmative action is to address that. You know, he did, no, he defended so it. She defends the reach. <laughs> it, 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 it addresses the issue. So, but it's not the word. It's not the definition of it, though. So, like, it's it's wrong, right? But it's. Mm. I mean, I mean, but affirmative action is to provide, to you pro- know, equality within the because there isn't because it doesn't because exist because it isn't. So the, exactly, the action of it is to provide the equality. So he could have been doing it off of the. You know the the point of what affirmative action is. So, what's the goal of affirmative action is to provide equal opportunity. Mm. Yeah, so that could be where he's coming from. She defended the reach, All right? <laughs> so, Young Cannon was able to get the reach defended, <laughs> but the he, whole room was like, "Yeah, they loved it." I'm like, 
Wait, that's that's incorrect. Because yeah, he should have said, "I give all you blacks to work." That's affirmative action. Then that would have been yes. That would have been the bar. You see what I'm saying? If he would have, I, I get it both ways, but I, I didn't. You know, I can I, I, I can follow where where he was, he was going with that. It's like I, I get where he was going, but I was like, ah, you're almost there, bro. It's like just take the white part out, man. He would have been there. Somebody says, uh, somebody says, uh, shivering snake. I'm cold, bruh. <laughs> yeah, cold, like lines cold, like bro. that. Like mm-hmm. I'm cold, cold I'm cold, bruh. But yeah. it's a cobra. Should that That's be allowed? Okay. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> oh, ask ask her oh, yeah. your favorite one. Which one? Oh, okay. When they be like, um, uh, risk and wrist. Right. A lot of times they'll try to use those two words interchangeably. And I'm like, no, you can't do that. Stop doing that. <laughs> like, stop, stop, stop doing that. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't risk this with Larry Burge three. But it's okay. wrist. What are you? You're not risking it. Is it's it the a wrist. green light or red light for wrist I know, and wrist? I, I got to give you guys a green light yeah. at some point. Right. <laughs> I mean, a red light at some point. Yeah. <laughs> so. She caught. She draws. A, she draws the line at wrist and risk. All right. Okay. How about this one, right? There's a there's a gun called the calico, okay. right? But these guys will be like, "I'll hit you with the cow, boy," like Troy Aitman. But it's supposed to be cow. the cow. That's a reach. All right, cow, cow is a reach. Red light, red, red light. light, red light. Yeah, red light. You got another one? Uh, I definitely got to think of one. I know it's got to be a good one. Uh, oh, um, they'll be like, "You think you can beat me? I don't think you can, sir." <laughs> Cancer yeah. because of cancer. Okay, but no one says sir in real who life, ca- though. Who calls somebody? I don't call Vlad sir. <laughs> sir Vlad. Oh, Sir Vlad. Oh, you, oh. you fucked up, Milad. <laughs> oh, Sir France, have you been, sir? Oh, Milad. <laughs> I don't call anybody. You you call anybody, sir? I don't call anybody, sir. Every time you do it, as like when you writing someone off, like okay, have so a good day, we, sir. Maybe <laughs> you can replace the N word with sir. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, what are some other ones that are like that? You got the risk, risk, cow, cow. I'm trying to think of a lot of the Keshawn ones. He said he has so many. Oh man, um, definitely blue and blue, but it's not. Yeah, a, but, that's, yeah. but that's not. A, and the ha- the hair hairs like. But that, oh but yeah, that there we go. I'm tired of hair and hair. Yeah, hair. You hair, get blue hair. hair. That's Marge Simpson's uh, uh, sister or whatever. Right, you right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think about the, that? So that blue bar? hair. Yeah. Say like, that like, what, saying, like so, so when they say hair, like hair, and they say hair, hair, like hair. Hair. Okay. Hair and hair. They try to combine those two. Mm. Red light or green, green light? light. I have to hear it again. You know, I don't. Like, all right. Oh, I got you. Surf, surf. Surf, surf said to Geechee, says, while you were selling hair, I was selling hair. Because, you know, Geechee got bundles and he sells hair weaves. Okay. So Surf goes, while you were selling hair, mm-hmm. I was selling hair. I mean, in the venue. Yeah. That's good. Oh, green light. All right, green light. Right. So we're going to get more of those bars that are coming in. Are you tired of the defeat bars? D- okay, give me one. You, uh... Which one? Oh. I knew you couldn't stand defeat. <laughs> it's like they, they just use yeah, it so. I, say, say, I know you can't stand defeat. It's just defeat. used so many times. It's like a, it's a classic overused uh, mm-hmm. bar in there. What is that? What? 
Are there any other ones? The hair hair is the classic one for sure. All right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What other ones, man? I know you hate risk and risk. Yeah, that there's one's a couple, terrible. There's a couple more you hate, man. I know there's a couple more you hate. Yeah, but. man. But let me ask you, what... Um, mm. Now, Verbal War Zone's going down this Saturday, and those are battles on beats. And we've watched a couple of those oh, battles yeah. on beats. Yeah. And you really seem that to enjoy those battles. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me about the battles on beats versus the acapella battles. Mm. No, the, the battles on beats, um, I mean, that, you know, the room is just lighting up, you know? Um, you know, it's, it's a faster pace, mm. you know? So it's it just, you know, it, it's another level of it. It takes it to another level in, in terms of that, that feel good, <laughs> um, you know, um, place that you get to, to be in with these, with, with these battlers, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it feels good. It's a good energy. Is it easier yeah. to follow? Um, it's easier to follow. you want to follow it. Like oh. you're, you're just having so much fun with it. Mm. So you you are, you know, you do get a little bit more tuned in. Um, you know, both battlers look like they're having a lot of fun on stage. So it's like, you kind of want to be more in, um, in tune with them. So I, I, I like the, I like the upbeat nature of it. Mm. Uh, it's yeah. What do you think takes more skill to have all the time and space in the world of acapella battle to fit your words, however you want to, or to be confined to the strict structure of the beat and still deliver yeah yep. the metronome okay. and still deliver fire material dissing your opponent like which one do you think requires more skill which one is more impressive also oh more skill and, and more impressive man i mean i don't want to take away from, from right. either Cause one both, because both both of them are very yeah. you got to have yeah, skill both and, it, yeah. and they require different skills but mm-hmm. which one do you go like oh wow like Okay, well, damn. Like, that That looks like it's hard to do. The, the rapping on beats, um, you know, it, 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 it gives you that flow. So, you know, you don't have to choose that on your own, right? Mm. So that's, you know... It, but let me stop you there. But even within that, mm-hmm. you'll see both guys are rapping on the same beat, but they'll have different flows. Mm. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, the way Ines raps is not the way okay. Fire the Misfit was rapping, but it's still okay. the same beat. So you still have the same metronome, the same amount of beats to do what you want to do. Yeah. But you still got to sprinkle the words in and at the same time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get your bars off. Whereas yeah. if it's acapella, you can stop, walk around, look at the crowd, and reload the bullets that came out of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Right? You can't do that on the beat. On the beat, it's like you have to stay on on the beat and like and still do that. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like, very it's just it's coordinated, you know, flow. It's coordinated flow. So you can you can appreciate that. Mm. It's not that you want everything to be like that. Yeah. Um but it, it, it provides that that variety. Right. You know, it's just another creative art form. I think what's underestimated too is if you lose your place and you're rapping on beat. You look crazy. You look crazy. But if you get it back, and that's another thing, too. 
to have crowd control while you're on the beat. Because if you're doing the acapella and the crowd's going crazy, you can stand there basking the glory of a two-minute you know, round of applause or whatever, bring it back again and again. But when you're on the beat, you got to have the subtleties of telling the crowd to stop, go now, chill, don't go too crazy. Like That takes a lot to command that from an audience, man, to be able to get through that entire round and not let the crowd stop you from what you're doing but still have them hanging on every word and going crazy. Like, it's tough, man. Like, I think people really underestimate how hard that is. Right. And I think rapping on beat and battling on beat right now is at its highest peak ever. And we're not acknowledging that. I just thought about that. As a battle rap podcast, we're not acknowledging that battling on beat is at its apex right now to me. Mm. Because yeah. back then it was all the freestyle stuff. Vlad has the takes today. He's conspiracy. He's yeah. woke. Let's <laughs> talk Vlad's mind. <laughs> Think about it, right? Back then it's all freestyle off the top of the dome. And it's cool. But you watch it now, it right. seems like a bunch of age stuff. Mm. Now you've got guys who have been doing the acapella stuff where they've been pushing the limits of lyricism. Mm. And now you've got guys who are lyricists in the realms of hip-hop jumping into both lanes so now we got guys who have been focused on the lyrics where they felt like they've been ostracized through commercial hip-hop and now they're jumping back on beats and they're battling what like this hasn't been at this level like this because Mm. all the lyricists were doing the acapella battles you know what i mean you had lyricists who did yes we know but they were mostly freestyling and that's stuff that doesn't hold up now it doesn't age that well the stuff that's being dropped now if you're good, those Cortez rounds, they're going to last. And people are going to go, damn, like they're really killing it with these battle bars on these beats. I think we're not really acknowledging that right now, man. Mm-hmm. I think it's fire. I think, and I think what they're doing is just going to keep getting better and better. And I hope, I actually hope more people start doing it. Mm. You know, because, you know, it'd be, if we only had the Empire. It'd be a monopoly. And we, every once in a while, we need someone to kick up dust. We need Rodney to come around and disturb things a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So I hope it becomes a thing where guys start doing that more and more beats, or at least competitive ciphers. You know what I'm saying? Are you surprised by how big battle rap is uh, nationwide and worldwide? Um, You know, when you break it down into the talent, no. Not mm. at all. You know, um, you see what these guys are capable of doing, you know, um, you know, this is not easy. It's not everyone can do it, you know, <laughs> and, right. and, and I, that's what it's, it's a, you know, we, we recognize that. I definitely yeah. recommend if you get a chance, watch a battle in a language you don't know. Oh, <laughs> just, for, just for a round. And you'll see the mannerisms and the body <laughs> language and you say, yeah. oh, battle rap's a body language. Like this guy is about to. Set up a gun bar right here. I see the movement. The <laughs> machete. <laughs> yeah. And then, ironically enough, there's some places around the world, the Philippines and in Russia, it's bigger than it is in the U.S. It's crazy. They have billions of views. Their scrubs average millions of views. Their scrubs oh. average millions of views. Like Yeah, guys who are struggling here to crack 100,000 views, yeah. 70,000 views, they're going to do 3 million views over there easily. Easy. Wow. Yeah. I, I, People what relate. A, what People a quarter, relate. well, a quarter of the... Yeah, population. Yeah, right? Why is that? 
I we need to find out. I need to get a translator. I, I need to hire a translator. <laughs> contact someone from the Philippines. Have this mediator here. And Shall we do a Philippines trip, y'all? <laughs> Go to the next flip top event. Oh man, that'd be crazy. That'd be man. some real degenerate shit. You just me and Vlad in the Philippine crowd <laughs> going through the jungle, <laughs> and we just we're just going off body language and movements and, and reactions, and we don't know what's being said. But nah, just put the um, put the Google Translator app up uh, while they're battling. Uh, <laughs> and then read the parts. <laughs> what is it? Oh, Filipino. Oh. <laughs> you want to be punk? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, hey. Be careful, man. They're they going to come at you. Oh, no. Nah, it's all love, Flip Top. We good. We got no problems with y'all. But it's, it's a global thing. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. 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 What would you like to see from Battle Rap? Like, where would you like to see it going? Where would I like to see it going? Could uh, you see it filling up a Madison Square Garden? I think again we'd ha- we'd have to clean it up, you know. Mm. We'd, we'd, mm. have, we'd have to clean it up for that because you know that's that's making it a family event. That is, you Ooh. know, um, Ugh. Ugh. you know. Let's take my no. let's, let's take my kids to this URL event. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> what are they gonna rap about? <laughs> a daughter and a son. You just take them to watch K Shine battle somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you know? so it, it, again it, de- it depends on you know your audience like who do, who do you want your audience to be no do you, you think know? it could be that they can grow the audience out to keep guys like us still watching it but it's just more people just with the same mind frame not can it get that big without watering it down france you think you get that big without watering it down something's gonna have to get sacrificed and i think two things oh Obviously, the cursing is going to diminish and the length of battles. You, I'm sure you're probably like, wow, these battles are long. Long, but, but you know, it's, it's, it's necessary, you know. It wasn't always this it's, way. It's, it, you, you, you want to show yeah. people that this is a challenge. It's mm. not easy. So, you know, I think the length is appropriate. I like, my, I like CERN battles long. Hey, yo. <laughs> But the 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 origins of battle rap like it comes from sixty second rounds. A lot of the greatest battles that we love from it, we grew up on ten, fifteen years ago, mm-hmm. they're like ten minutes, sixteen minutes, at twenty minutes at max. Now a battle is minimum forty five minutes. Minimum. I mean look at Twerk and Sharon that we just watched. That was a twenty minute battle. We watched it twice. Refreshing. Mm-hmm. We watched it twice. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if that was a fifty-minute battle? Feel, it didn't feel that long. Though. That's what I'm saying. It didn't feel that long. Like it just boom. It just went through. When it's a good battle, it goes pretty quickly too. It just mm. seems like it goes. Pretty mm. quickly. So it drags when it's like, oh, this is ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, this is round over. <laughs> it's kind of tough, but He's yeah. Still right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Listen, man, yeah. you, you go to an event, there's six battles on the card, six rounds of battle, six times six. You're going through 36 rounds in the night. Oh. Imagine watching 36 different poets in the night. Oh, my God. That's just, my brain is fried. Oh, my God. It ain't easy. So. Yeah. I mean, you know when something is good because you want more of it. Yeah. You know? and it's, it's, Too much of anything is bad. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what it is. Right. And we've had some interesting things where... France and I might have been live at an event, and you were watching the pay-per-view. Like, how weird was that, watching the pay-per-view by yourself, like, the first time? Like, remember the uh, the Houston event? You um, yeah. got the pay-per-view. We were out there. Mm-hmm. You were watching it. And let's say, for instance, the um, 
John John Jack Boy battle. Like, what was that like watching that by yourself? I actually she laughs. <laughs> the first thing she does, she starts to laugh when you mention the battle. And you know what? John John, you get a big plus because you created a moment <laughs> in history. <laughs> you see? That's what battle's supposed to do. You, right. me- you mention the name, you get an instant thought, and bam. Well, you, you know what? You know what's crazy? That's how she remembers some battlers. Like, yeah. she'll be like, oh, this guy, energetic and loud. Or this guy, T-Top, yeah. you had a name for him. Keishan, you had a name for him. This guy, you had a name for him. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The attribute and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what guys got to do. But talk to me about that when you're watching somebody get bodied. Yeah. Like, as yeah. a as a new person and you're watching someone, like, literally have a meltdown on that stage. What did that feel like? What 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 was going through your mind as you saw that? Um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 part of the learning process, you know. Um, you know, if 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 you're not, you know, if you can prepare, prepare, and I I don't know um, how uh, his preparation was, but um, you know, you can prepare, and sometimes it just doesn't you know come out well you mm. know maybe you didn't you didn't perform your best and you know if you you have those days where you don't perform your best you just you, you pick up the pieces and mm. you, you work harder and you get out there and you deliver um you know better quality you know content um but you know it's also you, you have to you have to be able to handle that the pressure the stress um you know without acting out of course um you know, but but it, it's hard when you know you're, you're not doing well, or if the crowd doesn't doesn't like you or like your your work, um, that could be difficult. Um, but you, you you know you gotta keep it together. And mm-hmm. um, but he had good company around him. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. What, what, what I've noticed is you that know, Twerk went after him and made sure he was okay. And wow, you know. the meltdown. She, she rem- remembers, remembers the meltdown. She remembers the meltdown. Can you remember yeah. any bars from Jack Boy Maine? I can't remember. France, do you remember any bars from Jack Boy Maine? And the bullet that came at him. <laughs> oh, that's a hitman. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like you don't even remember that. Mama down, mama down, mama down, mama down. But, but yeah. what I've noticed now, you become a fan of just following the battles with Vlad at events mm-hmm. and the skill of the artist. I don't think you necessarily follow yet yeah, a storyline that's built up. Like, oh, these two guys have been going back and forth. This has happened. This is built up. How do you feel with storylines and like there being some kind of like visual representation of oh, there's a backstory to this battle? How do you feel about that? Does it catch yeah. your interest more? Um, it does, but I think that what keeps my interest if you can make light of a lot of that stuff too. Mm. So you can you could have a backstory, um, but then you know when when you do deliver on your bars, you know you you know you, you give us a little bit of comedy with it you give us you you still make us laugh you still make us have fun so you know you don't you want to take something too too seriously where you're on the stage and people can't you know can't enjoy themselves how how would you feel if there was a battle rap reality show where all the battle rappers lived in the house and they had drama and tension and then they had to battle each other like in a tournament style like a whole bracket does that sound interesting to you Really? <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> no, 
You wouldn't follow a better reality show. And here we are. We was every Thursday. We were stuck watching Total Slaughter. Like I, like, I want to see if she if she liked the idea, so I could be like, oh, that exists. She didn't even like the idea. She didn't even like the idea. No, it's not that I don't like the idea. I just I just think that it may take away from the talent because we get caught up in the drama aspect oh. of it. Oh. You know, and that's just that's a positive you know, our, twist our here. Human nature, you know. Oh. So, so what you're saying is you don't watch Love and Hip Hop. You don't subscribe. Oh, she definitely don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Vlad that always has it on. Be <laughs> nothing else on. Poor black TV. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know if it'll add anything, you know, to the to the profession. That's I, I guess that's what I'm saying. To, mm. you know, well, credibility we, of you will know it's engineered at that moment. You're like it yeah. doesn't feel genuine. Well, honestly, if we're keeping it real, Total Slaughter did not put our battle rappers in the best light because no, is is it's on them. They choked. It's on them. But what we did realize, though, that wasn't enough time for them to put bars together and remember it. Maybe now, five years later, right? Five mm-hmm. years later, it's the norm now. Now you're seeing guys do battles back-to-back nights, three battles in eight days, three weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. And But back then, that, remember when Averb went on his little... What was it four battles and five week run? Yeah. Oh my god! Like Averb's like, man, I want to challenge myself. I want to be a warrior. Like Total Slaughter showed us that was not enough prep time for guys at that point. Right. So now we're seeing guys like right at a more efficient pace now. Mister Analytics, it's, we are seeing that now. Am I wrong? No, you're right. But re- run back that Total Slaughter now with a bunch of goonies. I bet you'll get a, a fire season because they all write last minute. It's different now, That's but what I'm but saying. the same. But then at the same time, the the round lengths were only what two minutes, and they weren't that long. And you're a rapper; you gotta have something tucked away. Gotta have something tucked away. But clearly, if these are the best guys in the world. And Give me all, your filler. Give me your filler. I'll that, take it. I think I, they would. Tra- that's what I'm saying. They were not putting them in the best position. Listen, to to look good. Filler bars will sound better than choking on personal bars. Yeah, they didn't put them in the best position to look good. The man. rappers didn't put themselves in the best position <laughs> to look good. How about that? <laughs> Yo, switching speeds. We always talk about the the double standards, right? Mm-hmm. Now, there's always this thing where the ladies feel like they have to. Dress up, super nice, super presentable. The hair has to be done, makeup and all that. Like, the game has changed for the ladies. Whereas before, a bunch of rugged chicks off the streets coming in as is. Now they got to be all dolled up. Their face got to be beat. Mm. The lace fronts got to be on tight and all that before they even step in the ring. And the ladies are saying, guys can come in in a dirty tank top, some old beat-up Air Force Ones. The black and- ones. Yeah. <laughs> The black ones, the breaking and entering joints, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The jack boy joints, and um, and they can become a star. Like, what do you feel about that double standard? Uh, they can't become a star, but they can get a, they have a place in here. Look at jack boy and, and bill collector. Ugh. Right? Look like this kind of flash sometimes. Some, well, no, nah, I mean he's got his chain on his, he's got his yeah. face on his chain and all that. He's Afro elevated. Pick. But I'm saying though, yeah. look how he could have came in the game if he wanted to stay that way. I'm gonna say like, a, like for example, like a, a young cannon. Guys are dressed oh. like it's still 2005 with the baggy jeans. That's and the just shorts. bad style. But <laughs> that's still, <laughs> that's still, that's still bad appearance, no? <laughs> no, it's a little, it's a, di- but it doesn't play into his who he is. Like if you, if the guy is like, yo, I'm this low life thug dude. And I'm showing up with no shirt or just a dingy tee or whatever. Right. It's like, yo, that's his personality. That's who he is. And look at his raps. 
But this guy's telling you he's got packs, he's got blocks, he's taking over this, he's busting glocks. And you're like, yo, you dress like you're from 05. Like, what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you what do you feel about the double standards when it comes to the dressing? How the ladies have to be all dolled yeah, up. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know the ladies yeah. had to be dolled up. How does that make you feel? Knowing well, that now. Why, you know, is that in the rules or there, it's it's in the unwritten rules. It's really? unwritten. So if yeah. they if they show up and they're not dolled up, they don't get to perform. No, no, no you get no, to perform. Get to perform, but I'm just some people just might not want to watch the performance. Let's put it like this: your career may not progress as quickly. Mm-hmm. Well said. Very elegant. Because you're not as marketable, right? Whereas uh-huh. the guys, you can be marketable and still be a bum. Right. But right. the ladies, you can't be a bum and be a marketable woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. No, I mean, it's, 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 it's a double standard. It is. Oh, let me um, ask you this. I can't believe we've gone this entire episode so far and we haven't gotten to this. What do you feel and what is it like when you're listening to and watching all of these misogynistic rounds and the way like a lot of guys will talk about the ladies? And stuff like that. I'm doing this to your wife. Your your woman is a this. She's I use her this for that. Yeah. And all you bees ain't this. And it's over and over and over again. Like, what do you think about that part of of rap, battle rap in general? Like, is yeah, yeah. Sometimes I get I get torn because it's you know you you want to allow people there you know to express themselves creatively, mm-hmm. but then. You you have an audience, um, you know, and 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 they are learning from what you're putting out there. So, you know, it, you know, it's always lead by example, right? Um, you know, and and so if you want to be mindful of of that, I think so. It, it's it's hard. It, it's definitely hard um, to listen to that that content. Is it all right? And now let's flip this. In regular hip-hop, with the beats, the songs, and stuff like that, we hear the songs all day long, the mm-hmm. misogynistic songs and this and that. But there's a dope beat behind it. There's a cool dance you could do to it. And the hypnotizing 808. And the next thing you know, you don't even remember, like, all these crazy things are being said about women. Is it even more overt and in-your-face in battle rap than it is in traditional hip-hop? There's no beat to hide behind it. No beat, right. Um you know, I think being that it's it's still kind of, you know, when it, when you compare it to to mainstream and and you have the glitz and the and the glory around it, um, you know, it it's it brings it back to more of a, like a, a rawness to it, mm-hmm. you know, um, you you have more of a following with mainstream, so you kind of hold them, you know, mm. um, to a higher standard. They should you, know better you, at that where, point, you know. You kind of want to, you know, create some better content there. <laughs> the, <laughs> um, but with 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 battle rap, it's it's still, you know, kind of, you know, again, under you know, underground. Not, you know, you're reaching the masses, but not to the extent of, mm-hmm. of mainstream. Um, mm. um, but but we 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 need to be mindful that our audience is. Do, does consist of women and you know um you know and we and we want to actually enjoy the music 
you know, we enjoy what we what we hear um, and what we're getting from it. But there are times where, um, you know, um, the res- you know you can tell the the respect level is is not there for for women. All right. Ugh. Yeah. What age would you start letting someone watch battle rap? That's a good question because there's battle rappers out right now with kids that have said, I don't let my kids watch my battles. Yeah. That's crazy, right? What age do you think is a fair age for someone to start watching it? What age? Because um, could you imagine if you had a 12-year-old and they're running around the house reciting all kinds of like gun bars and... You know what? I think that I shoot you in your head all day long. I think I think there isn't an age limit because when you think back to 106 in Park, mm-hmm. Freestyle Fridays, 13, 14, 15 years ago, it was clean, and there was a lot of kids in that crowd sometimes too. There was a lot of young teenagers in the crowd, so they were okay with it. Yeah, 15, 16, but I think, oh man, that's tough because I'm like thinking if an 11 year old stumbled across. Like the URL app, and it's like, yo, I don't want to leave you alone with this app. (laughs) Are you crazy? Could you imagine what would be going to that kid's mind the next day in school? Like a whole rabbit hole. Into a rabbit hole, eight hours of no sleep, just on the app like this, just (laughs) taking in all these battles. And then you go to school the next day, like. But then again, I remember being super young. I don't know what grade it was. One of third, second, whatever, fourth. And my boy Frankie, he had the NWA tape and the Ice Cube tape. And he gave me the tapes. I took those tapes home, man. I listened to them. I said, what is going on right here? Like, my mind is not supposed to be processing these lyrics right now. But I loved it, man. You know what I mean? So I guess, you know, you just have to have parents who could tell you, hey, listen, this is entertainment. I'm going to sit you down. This is what it is. Like, don't pay too much attention to this. But. You know, I would not want to leave, like, a, a 10, 11-year-old alone with the app <laughs> and right. then just have them fall into a worm. Not the app. Let me take that back, oh, URL. No. Just falling into a wormhole of battle rap. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, I, I agree. I mean, you know, I, I could, I can, I can look at battle rap and I can um, censor what I want to censor, mm-hmm. you know, and um, because I, I can see what, what the valuable stuff is, in, mm. you know? Right. What is the valuable um, stuff? You know, it's it's being able to get up there and de- deliver by memory your bars. You know, to to put, you know, to to be able to recite. You know, I mean that's that's not an easy thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's public speaking. It's it's commanding a crowd. It's you know, it's um, you know, getting that attention. It's it's creating a uh, you know. Uh, you know, it's a show. It's a performance. Yeah. It's it should be. It's looked at like anything else that's on stage. You know, and in, in front of a crowd of people. Yeah. You know, um, so I'm I'm looking at it from again the 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 hard work and the talent that that has to go into um, to doing this. You mentioned to me um, one thing that stood out is when these guys finally get to perform and and do their yeah. thing. It's like it's almost like a mental health thing where they get to get out all of this angst and all of this anxiety and all of this anger that's in them. And within those bars, they get to do that without having to physically hurt anyone or anything like that. You know what I mean? 
And I think like half of these guys, like when they get that chance to get that that those cheers from the crowd, it's like a gladiator sport. You know what I'm saying? Like your life could have been fucked up, Shawty, for like two months and then you get on that stage and it's like, man, all of this was like totally worth it and now I just feel like a weight's been lifted and you know what I mean? I think yeah. about the, the mental health of battle rap all the time because it's like you're preparing almost, you know, nine minutes of material and you're thinking nonstop negatively about a person. Nonstop right? for days and weeks and months for however long you're locked into a match. And it's just like your mind is in such a negative place all the time. How does it switch off? How do you separate it? And you know how your mind works. The stuff that you focus on, it starts to manifest in the real world. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you have to sit there and think negatively the worst stuff about mm. another human being yeah, all the time, point. that's got to put you in a weird place. You know, that's got to put you in a negative space at some point. Unless that's constantly going on in your mind and you just found something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I was thinking about this stuff anyway. <laughs> I'm going to just put it on paper. Now I got somebody to unload this stuff yeah. on. <laughs> and then you get to do it effectively. I've been waiting to talk crazy to somebody. <laughs> oh, I've been waiting to share these thoughts with somebody. Right. <laughs> oh, they would have thought I was you know, crazy if yeah. I didn't battle. Right. That energy could have come out in something that. Oh, actually <laughs> hurting somebody. Yeah. Oh, so, man. You know, this. Yeah. yeah, battle rap be saving lives, man. I mean, think about this. How crazy is it that, you know, we could watch a battle with Hitman versus Bill and then you turn on the TV and Hitman's on Wildin' Out? You yeah. know? Like, battle rap's come a long way, man. Yeah. Man, it's come a long way and it's still got a long way to go, friends. I want to I wanna touch on a couple final points. What. Determines a winner for you in a oh. battle. What determines a winner? I mean, this is all your definition. Like, there's no right or wrong. And don't let us sway you neither. I want to hear what's your definition I of somebody. I ain't saying nothing, player. No. I'm a kickback, relax. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see when, when someone's very comfortable and they're having fun. Mm. You know, I like that. I, I tend to, I tend to, you know, go towards that person who, mm. you know, things are flowing well. You know, they have their bars. Um, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a pretty smooth delivery. Um, you know, I'm laughing, you know, um, you know, so if you can, you, if you can get my energy up and, you know, allow me to have a good time when I watch you, hmm. um, I, 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 t- I tend to like that. That's just, you know, <laughs> that's me. And if both guys give you that, that energy where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm excited in both your guys round, but how do I pick which round gravitated more with me? Do you have anything to say? I like. I prefer this. I like this more. Mm-hmm. Um, gravitated more. Um, I, I guess again, it's the bars. You know, going mm. back bar for bar, yeah. bar for bar. Yeah, if that you know, because that's that's really the side. If everything else is great, it just yeah. it comes down to how 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 clever you can be. Mm. You know, so ultimately, yeah. it comes down to the pen. Yeah. Like, if everything else is the same, it comes down to how intricate you are, like mm. what you can do with the pen. Now, we have a thing. If you choke in a round, you automatically lose that round. That's an old school thing. It's the Puff Daddy rules. Right, right. It's the Fight Club rules. Right. You stumbled. Round is over. You couldn't even, <laughs> keep, you couldn't even continue to rap. Mm. You choked. Round is over. You're not winning. It's over for you. <laughs> Nowadays... 
these young boys are trying to switch it up. Uh-oh. Oh, he choked, but I think he still won the round. His content <laughs> was better. You should have seen him. His pen is so great. I don't subscribe why, to that. Why? Why? Why can't he win that round, though? Did you hear his bars? Like, what do you think about the choking rule? Should someone be allowed to win a round if they choke? If they choke, should they just stop them? Like, how, what do you think about that? It definitely takes away mm-hmm. from the performance. Performance? Okay. It takes away from it, you know. Uh, <laughs> you know, if, if, again, delivery and not choking means you, you put in time and work. Okay? Preparation. You, you rehearsed, you know. Um, you know, you didn't cheat yourself during that process. Mm, did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Facto. <laughs> you know. No joking. Um, um, you're paid to rap. That's you're paid to rap. That's it, man. And if you're if you're choking, what you're not doing? You're, you're not, not rapping. rapping. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, it just it looks crazy. Nasty. France player, this has been episode 102. Yeah, battle battle rap. rap for newbies. Battle rap 102, man. Yeah, man. Thank you, babe, for being a part of this. <laughs> I appreciate you. I know it's not easy being on that hot seat. Oh, my God. No. Answering questions from you us two degenerate boys. It's not easy to digest all this content. How about that? Facts, man. I think, yo, you know what? Being a battle rap fan is a commitment. It's hard. It's straining. It, man. It's straining. You have to strain your mind. You got to, and you're 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 at you're at the crib when you watch a lot of these events. Mm-hmm. Imagine uh, you're oh, at, at the venue standing six seven hours. Your yeah. back is killing you. Your back is killing you. Leaning on Joe Smo <laughs> that you don't know, and you got this guy that you never met tugging on your shirt when the line is fire. <laughs> and yeah. you're like, yo, man, I'm tired. Stop tugging on me, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, we got back from Nome. Our bodies were killing us, man. Like, we had to break out the hypervolt and, like, for, like, 30 minutes. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Bodies were just, shoulders were killing us. It's Physically It's a rough sport, man. Physically taxing. It's the most taxing sport, sports entertainment thing for the fans, man. Like, football, you get a seat. Basketball, baseball, not battle rap. You're going to stand up and you're going to wreck yourself. And you know what? Like, when you're sitting down watching battle at home, it's, it's one thing. I can't envision sitting down watching Battles Live yet. Like being No, no. I, yeah. I can't envision that yet. Like being in, next to somebody and, and like <laughs> just in the bleachers. Like <laughs> we're, at the, we're sitting at the bleachers watching these two guys on the stage. Like, <laughs> Nah, man. I got a little nervous at Born Legacy 7 because they had a bunch of stools in front of everyone. And yeah. people were sitting down. And I'm like... Oh, I don't know how this is going to go, man. Like, they got seats around here. People are sitting down. But it was still live, though, because I think the stool is a little different than when you have the full back and, like, the armrest and you could really, like, sink into it. But it was still live. I'll give them that. It was still live. But I hear you, though, man. Sitting down in the bleachers and watching Battle Rap, it don't sound right right now. But but who knows? We might get to that point one day, bro. One Filling day. up Janky Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Two Dominicans battling. <laughs> Get off the floor train. <laughs> That'd be crazy, dog. Weird. Oh, man. So, everyone, thank you for tuning in to Battle Rap 102, our special episode. 
Stay tuned. Next time we have one of these episodes, we're going to bring you someone who's fairly new to battle rap and pick their brain. <laughs> Put them on the hot seat. <laughs> All right. So wherever you're listening to this show at, please hit the subscribe button. Press that now. Tune in. Follow us everywhere. And until next time, peace. peace.